everybody, it's Johnny Ward. Welcome to this week's episode of the Nerdy Verse of Madness. This week I have an interview with Brady Hughes, the owner and operator of Otherworldly Comics. Um, quick story time. Uh, back in 2014, I started following him when he was Deadhead Comics. And uh, there's a couple of books I was interested in buying. It was... Iron Man number 305, the first appearance of the Hulkbuster. Well, first full appearance. I'm not getting into the first full, first cameo debate right now. Um, and what if number 31? What if the Hulk, or sorry, what if Wolverine killed the Hulk? Um, now, it was around the holiday season. I ended up, for budget purposes, cutting out one. He shipped it. Uh, it was in the mail when I went to my in-laws for, for the holiday season. He sent me messages. He was really worried it didn't make it through. Um, so I kept being like, no, it should be good. My landlord's good. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll check as soon as I get home. Get home, get the package. I opened it up, and he had sent me both of them, one of them at no extra cost. And it was just such a great feeling and that's just something that I have followed or remembered all these years later. Though we do talk quite a bit about the hobby, I did put a lot of focus in this episode into brand building and business building. It's something that I'm interested in, I've always been interested in, and it's something I'm putting a lot of focus into right now. And I do know that a lot of potential listeners or people who are listening now might be interested in some tips and tricks and um, some lessons into how they could do it because it turning your passions and your hobbies into a, a financial revenue source isn't really something that's all that easy. Um, there's a little bit of luck, but there's a whole hell of a lot of skill. And Brady gave some really wonderful insights into that. So I hope you enjoy. Without further ado, let's get into it. basements everyone is stepping out into the light and embracing fandoms with a newfound vigor one man hopes to gather and speak with them all this is the place where all fans can come and discuss the things they love the things they hate and maybe just maybe discover something new to devote all their time to welcome to the nerd podcast to rule them all prepare to fall into the Nerdyverse of Madness. Hey everybody and welcome to the Nerdyverse of Madness. My name is Johnny Ward and I have with me today Brady Hughes, the owner of Otherworldly Comics. How's it going today? It's going pretty good. Glad yeah. we could uh, finally get set up here. 
Yeah, it was a little painful there. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but it's all right. It's all right. It is um, what it is. Yeah, no, I'm doing good. Thanks, man. No, yeah, thanks so you've been on Instagram for a while, a while now. I mean, I think I've been following you since 2014-ish. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think I've been on there with the comics uh, probably like maybe 2012. But that, you know, that was just getting started and stuff. So it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. So when did you first get into comics? What what was the beginning? When did you start? Um, as a young kid, I mean, I used to read a lot of comics. Um, you know, I'd buy the odd comic or two at the 7-Eleven or wherever. You know, I'd be playing arcade games or stuff like that so i was pretty young at the time i guess you know about six years old all the way through till probably the start of my teens um and then i kind of you know fell into the typical things uh, of adolescence you know girls um you know high school things like that so kind of uh, got out of them for a little while and then um sort of in my mid-20s uh I uh, picked up a few comics. I picked up a comic on a trip to Seattle, um, and it was actually the Secret Wars 8. And uh, it was $40, and it was a near mint plus copy. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. And then I took that back from that trip with me, and that kind of spurred things. You know, I started uh, hitting up flea markets, um, comic shops, basically anywhere I could find the things. And, uh, yeah, the rest is kind of history. So what made you kind of go towards Instagram for, for selling comics? Because you started there, correct? Or Yeah, right, yeah. Um, so it started with me just, you know, sort of how people are even nowadays, just posting their collection, you know, showcasing certain books, talking about certain books and the significance of them. Um. And then it kind of just developed into people sending me messages or comments saying, hey, like, is that a, does that happen to be up for sale? You know, and after a while of saying no, <laughs> it kind of became a little bit more hard. And um, I would start selling sort of duplicate copies that I would have. Um, so I started kind of slow that way. Um, and, I, you know, I would just post a handful of books on there with a the price and, and I sort of just started selling comics to sort of everyone in North America um, at the time, you know, and I'd sell, at the time I'd sell really nice raw books, you know, that people would grade themselves. So I think they kind of, they got something out of it by, by, by shopping with me in that aspect. Um, Cause I didn't grade a lot of books back then. I still don't grade a lot of books. Like I'll buy the odd slab, you know, I do like graded books, you know, I got nothing against them, but um you know i like to be able to crack open the book and and take a look inside so i've always kind of been that yeah. way yeah yeah i do find with key books and stuff especially when you're selling online not in person it's kind of people don't really want to buy them unless they're graded because i mean we're not you don't know anybody from steve so it's just like oh this one's near mint you know and you get it and it's not so for sure grading so subjective 
Um, and I mean, say 10, 12 years ago, I, I probably wasn't the best at grading either, <laughs> to tell you the truth. It's something you kind of develop over time and through experience and, and stuff like that. But yeah, it's understandable that people feel a little bit more secure with the graded comics, uh, especially if they're just looking for one certain issue, you know, to add to their collection or, you know, a, a gemstone of their collection, let's say, or maybe it'll be the only book in their collection. Right. So I, I totally get it. Um, yeah, I mean, comics don't get near the hate of graded comics as graded VHS are getting right now. <laughs> graded VHS? I didn't even know that was a thing now. Yeah, CGC does it. Um, Beckett does it, which is like CBCS, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to misspeak. But, um, and then there's a few other just smaller companies that do it as well. Um, but the amount of hate it gets from the like diehard tape collectors is like something i've never seen before um because oh, wow. it's brand new say you didn't know about it so um i just find it kind of funny you know like i have one graded uh, vhs tape in my collection what is it but I, I plan to get more graded in the future well, what's your graded tape uh i have a child's play to uh, the original release sealed. Uh, it's graded double mint it's a uh, they have a different grading structure than uh, comic books. Okay. Um, and, and I think, um, I mean, CGC uses the exact same grading scale. Yeah, yeah. As they do for comics, but other companies use different grading scales for VHS. Uh, I think it's just because it's so new. Um, oh, nice. Ch Child's Play 2 is actually my favorite horror cover, debatably of all time, but definitely right? out of the 80s. It's so good. I actually oh, man, just saw so a guy good. at the grocery store yesterday with it on his T-shirt, and I'm like, oh, man, that I love your awesome. shirt. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, no, it's one of my favorites, too. And I really gravitate towards the cover art and stuff like that, just as I do in comics, you know. Um, I'm sort of a big visual guy, so that's what, that's what uh, gets my crank turning. Yeah, there's nothing more disappointing than a beautiful cover and just crappy interior art as far as I'm concerned. Yes, for sure. Uh, interior art, yeah, I mean, some of the, like, I, I mean, probably the stuff I've, I've read the most over the years has probably been Bronze Age stuff, but some of the interior art in that Bronze Age stuff is just mind-blowing. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. It's really so it's stuff you expect, you know. Uh, until you actually open it and and give it a try so yeah which i think would be you know needs to be showcased maybe more in the in the sort of instagram comic book world um as far as my preferences go i used to sort of crack open uh before even reels existed i would film videos of me just flipping through like say an amazing spider-man 129 and just sort of flipping through it from front to back so people could actually get a look at it. But yeah, I'd like to see more of that nowadays. Oh, I, I do remember you doing that actually for a little bit. I think yeah, so. Yeah. It was fun, you, know? you know, maybe it's something I'll start doing more of uh, myself. So when, when did you kind of start noticing your, your business picking up speed? Cause I, I think when I started following you, you had the, the little daredevil display image, um oh yeah when I, I actually sorry i didn't mean to cut you off oh no, but, no uh, worries because i actually started out under the moniker uh deadhead comics that was it <laughs> i do remember yeah. that yeah there's been a few changes over the years um i think only a few but um 
sort of from there to where we're at now. But yeah, I, I almost even forgot about that until you mentioned it. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> that was a while ago. Um, yes. So when did, when did it kind of start picking up speed? Cause I, I mean, I, I come on and off of Instagram. I kind of flow in between accounts that I create and stuff, but you're, mm-hmm. you're pushing 16,000 followers now. That's, that's, that's huge. You got, you got the website going. I, f- I feel like when I first started following you, it was just on Instagram and then it was Instagram and e- eBay for a while. Yep. What what inspired the site? Did anything snowball? Like, tell me how we got here. For sure. Um, so sort of started selling more and more. Um, I was kind of, you know, I was actually just gotten married at the time. Um, and I was started sort of picking up my selling. Um, at, wasn't even doing eBay yet. Was just still doing Instagram. Um, you know, I was really starting to collect some good key issues and flipping them and also, you know, buying more and I was really active. Um, and then sort of my life took a turn. Uh, I got divorced. Um, I left my job that I was working at the time I moved, um, sort of a lot of changes happened. And I, during that time, I sold a lot of my collection, a ton of it. Um, and then I kind of petered off for, maybe a year or two and I kind of fell out of it, fell out of love with it. You know, I had the few books that I wanted for my personal collection. I was, I was okay with that. I was happy with that. Um, and then sort of, you know, we were moving back into the, the COVID times and, and sort of, um, that's, that's what really got me back into it again. Um, sort of for the second or third time. Um, you know, things were, uh, that's the most, you know, popular, you know, a lot of fun stuff was happening around the time. Um, I'd post my outdoor pictures on Instagram, uh, sort of backyard pictures, and uh, people seemed to love those, you know. Uh, likes were flying in and all this stuff, and I sort of started doing the eBay thing then. Um didn't sell a ton on eBay, but you know, like about 500 orders or whatever. And, uh, obviously hundred percent positive feedback, which I still pride myself on. <laughs> um, cause you know, it's not always easy on there, but, um, and then sort of throughout COVID, um, you know, I was working my regular job, um, steel stud framing, <laughs> building high rises and stuff. Um, and then sort of during this time, I'm sort of saving up money with this idea of doing a comic book website in the back of my mind. Um, and then towards the very end of 2021, um, I had a bad fall at work, uh, messed up my knee and my ankle really bad, um, which put me out of work in that line of work forever. And also just, uh, out of commission for about a year and a half. Um, sort of hobbled, uh, you know, hobbling around and uh, going to doctor's appointments and all this sort of stuff. Um, and then I was just sort of talking to my my good friend Evan one day, and I'm like, man, I really just want to do a comic book website. Just I want to do a retail site. I want to do it how I want to do it. I want to have the books that I want to have on there, you know. And I I just I didn't want it to be sort of a traditional, you know, pre-order. Um, this and that, sort of doing what, you know, some of the other uh, companies were doing. 
So uh, he's like, come on, man, come on over and we'll do it. He has a lot more experience in websites and stuff like that than I do, okay. which is zero experience at the time. Um, ended up buying a domain name, um, just sort of throwing around some rough design ideas. And uh, yeah, then I sort of just ran with it. You know, I, I had zero experience doing it. I pretty much... Aside from some help from my friend Evan Enrico, um, it was all done on a shoestring budget, um, no experience. So I learned how to do everything myself as I went along, um, all the design aspects, all the uploading, all the functions of the back end of the website. Um, and so that took me about a year to do, um, <laughs> you know, which was a long year. It was a lot of hours and sort of trial by error and fumbling my way through things and yeah then in 2023 um i moved to calgary in july um june sorry which kind of delayed my launch because i did want to launch earlier in 2023 but moving provinces okay. always not the easiest thing to do um and then as soon as i was set up here in calgary uh, i launched the website in august and it's been running since Okay, so as the this time as you're building and everything, it's not live. You're just doing it. Are you still doing eBay or just through Instagram, or did you have um, it live as you're building it? Or no, actually, I just I it was not live until it was basically you know ninety percent ready. Okay, um, compared to what it is now, um, so I was really just kind of working behind the scenes. I wasn't really promoting it. Um, yeah, it was just kind of like you know, Dr. Frankenstein behind, behind the scenes, uh, trying to build this thing and trying to make sense of it. Um, uh, I had something else to add there, but it slipped my mind. Um, yeah. Yeah. That happens to me all the time. Um, <laughs> so, and you know, I'm almost 40 now. So what kind of, how, how are you learning this? You said you had your, your friend had a little bit of um, background experience with graphic design or website building. Were you YouTube university, university in it or. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. I was more like Google university. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, I would try and do everything. I, I have experience sort of um, I'll tell you sort of where sort of my professional experience kind of, lies like i worked in the restaurant industry for about 10 years in vancouver as well okay, okay. um but i wasn't necessarily like cooking serving i was sort of working in the back office so i was learning you know my product cost i was learning my spreadsheets i was learning sort of everything about business from the back end perspective um and that's what's really helped me be able to do this now if i don't think if i had all that experience and knowledge from previous work that, that I would be able to do this now um, yeah. because I still keep all my own books um, with the business, you know, every, every aspect of the business I touch. So, and I, and I do like it that way um, until, you know, the day when I just, that's just not logistically feasible anymore. Um, but until then, you know, I'm kind of like a lone wolf out here and, you know, I'm my own boss. I answer to myself and, um, but like I said, a lot of my past experiences uh, with different types of jobs in the past have all kind of like coincided to help me out with what I'm doing now. 
Yeah, I, I've definitely tried. I mean, you, you've been there for it. Made a few attempts trying to start my own shop and stuff. And I do always get a little ahead of myself. And uh, I was yeah. framing at the time when I was first doing it, wood framing, not steel framing. And then I moved into awesome. flooring and now I'm in an office job doing sales and stuff. And I'm doing a lot of spreadsheets and seeing a lot of back ends of business. I, ha I have a phenomenal boss who kind of has full visibility for all the employees. So I'm, I'm learning spreadsheets and stuff. And almost every day I'm like, wow, I could have really used this when I was doing comics or could have done it. this. And it, it's, it's, it's amazing how many small little things you don't think about are necessary for building a business. Right. Oh, it's so true, man. Like, uh, like, like I said, when I started the day I bought the domain name, I had no idea what I was biting off. Yeah. <laughs> no clue. And the amount of things that have happened since then, and just that they were necessary for this to happen um, is is insane. And um, uh, I'm keep keep uh, thoughts keep slipping out of my my mind right now. It's about minus forty degrees out here right now. Oh, brutal! Yeah, we just had snow. We well, Ontario has been pretty mild this winter so far, but we we got hammered yesterday. But minus okay, forty. Yeah. Yeah. to Calgary. Um, I was I was actually born in Calgary, and then I lived in BC for 30 years, and then I moved back to Calgary. Okay. Um, okay. This December was our warmest December on record. Really? Ever. Really? <laughs> Ever. So that was nice. Now we're kind of dealing with a week of 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 ice hell, but you know what? It's been okay, man. You know, yeah. you stay inside, warm cup of coffee. Yeah. You know, you got your slippers on and your Grogu robe and you're good to go. Yeah, Grogu right there. <laughs> I know people listening to this won't be able to see. Yeah, yeah, I see your I see your Bogotan Funko. I got a Bogotan legend or Black Series still right there somewhere. So I love it. Um, yeah, I got all the black series up on the top. Oh no. Nice. I'll, nice. I'll have to do a little video for you sometime or something. Yeah. I know. Yeah, absolutely. So you're okay. obviously you've grown since you've started. Has it has it been a bit of a challenge kind of managing the growth? Like you said, you're lone wolf in it, or has it been steady enough well, that you can manage it as it gets bigger and bigger? Yeah, it's been totally manageable so far. Um, that's obviously, luckily, you know, I do have the experience from years previous, you know, with packing comics properly, you know, receiving orders. You know fulfilling those orders so it's been pretty like tic-tac-toe so far um i don't want to jinx myself and knock on wood but yeah i mean obviously we want sales to always increase um you know i think i could handle quite a bit more right now before having to bring on any extra employees or anything like that um so yeah for right now it's 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 going great you know it's a little bit up and down um, it'll be like hitting and then it'll kind of slow down for a few days and then it'll come back. So it's very random and it's almost impossible to predict for me right now, <laughs> like okay. what's going on sales wise. Uh, I just keep the posts going on social media, you know, religiously. Yep. Uh, no option there. It just has to be done every day. Um, and then beyond that, it's like paid ads, you know, throw a hundred bucks at an ad every month or throw you know 300 bucks at three different ads or, or whatever it may be um which kind of brings over some newer people to the site and I, I think i've seen most results from doing that so far okay yeah so yeah. um 
you're strictly online. Any any dreams of having a brick and mortar, or is this doing? Is this good for you? Are you enjoying this strictly online, or? It's a tough one. I, yeah. Uh, ultimately, I I would love a brick and mortar one day. Um, I'd like it sort of maybe attached living quarters. Um, you know, which always helps with rent, and also just living in Calgary now uh, compared to Vancouver. I mean, rent for stuff like that's a lot cheaper. Okay. And yeah. a, lot, a lot more feasible. Uh, Vancouver, it's almost next to impossible to do something like that. Um, but out here, it's it's a lot more feasible and it's something I'm sort of working towards maybe in the next five years or so. Um, but with that being said, it wouldn't just strictly be comics. It would be sort of anything my brain could think up or anything that I've acquired over the years. Because, I mean, I got everything from like, toys figures clothing um like video game stuff uh vhs stuff um sort of anything retro um and kind of has that vibe that's kind of what i envisioned for a, a brick and mortar store and I, okay. I think that would work a lot better um and then obviously you could i would still be able to run the comic book website um from the store um, which is, you know, great that you're doing both at the same time. I think it's good. I think it legitimizes you a bit more. And some people are still pretty old school. They like to show up and buy something there on the spot in their hands. And I totally get that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I do both. You know, I, I buy a lot online. I buy a lot, um, you know, out there digging and hunting for stuff. But yeah, that's sort of how I would see it working. And that's sort of something I'm working towards, uh, slowly, but surely. Okay. Yeah. There, there's just something about flicking through some bins, you know, especially like a dollar bin you're going through and then you, you find that one and it, it, the adrenaline oh, has, it's the, you can't replace that online, no matter you just, how you try. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You can't. And, you know, and, and, you know, maybe one day you will be able to with the way, uh, you know, virtual reality and stuff is going, but who knows? But I mean, yeah, you just can't beat that feeling, man. Like, and, and you know what, I haven't been doing enough of that in recent years. And I, my goal for 2024 is like getting back out there. Yeah. You know, looking, I have a whole new city now where I haven't, I haven't pillaged it. <laughs> you know, I pillage Vancouver. Like I knew every spot, every little hole, every nook and cranny, like, you know, every person to talk to, I felt like sometimes, you know, and I mean, I remember I went to like a hairdresser and it was this mom selling comics of her sons Oh, and I bought a long box and it was like a hundred bucks or something, I think for the long box. But I like literally like took a bus, bought the long box and like carried it back to my apartment. And it, you know, long boxes are freaking heavy and they this are was, like, a half block at the time. But I was just so excited. I didn't want to stop, get a cab. I didn't want to hop on a sky train or hop on a bus. I was just so excited to get this box home. And there was just like jam after jam in this box, like New Mutants 98. And that was the whole reason I bought it was because in one picture, you could just see the corner of it, you know. And I was like, okay, hey, well, that covers the cost of the whole box. Exactly. It was just yeah. lots that kept on giving. And it was so great. And I just missed times like that. Yeah, what 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 would you say your your best find? I'm sure you have a few. Can best you narrow find, it down? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I would say necessarily like best find for like one book or 
or anything like that. But where when I used to live downtown, there used to be this sort of street market on Sundays. And it was kind of everyone from out the city, like the downtrodden people just trying to sell stuff to like make money to get through the next week. <clears throat> and I walked down there one day on my way to work because it was basically in between where I lived and where I worked, which was all within like a one block radius. And there was a guy down there with about 20 long boxes um, selling them for like two bucks each. Oh, and this okay. was like every Bronze Age key you could imagine. Oh. Like he had a whole long box full of G.I. Joe ones. And it was like, but back then no one gave a crap about G.I. Joe one. I think I might have bought one copy. Oh, okay. But I yeah. went through every box he had and took every key out there. I got the like full run of X-Men, like uh, John Byrne, Chris Claremont run. Like um, there was every like, you know, Amazing Spider-Man 252 and Secret Wars 8, sort of all those bronze copper like keys. There was just mountains of them. So I, I probably took about like two short boxes worth of comics um, for like 40 or 50 bucks or something ridiculous, right? Um, and that really spurred a lot of my sales on Instagram just from that one find. Um, but I just, I, nowadays looking back, I just, I still kick myself that I wasn't just like loading every one of those boxes into my apartment at the time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, was, I was almost in so much shock that I was like shaking and my brain wasn't working and I was like a lot less experienced than I am now, but still that was like, just like the, one of the best moments that like i can remember it was just like like a halo shining over these boxes like oh <laughs> and it was like yeah i just didn't know how to react but yeah i do have a bit of regrets of not taking every one of those comics but i mean who wouldn't um but yeah it was just like an amazing score an amazing score and just out in the in the street like in the street like these boxes are just sitting on the road like Oh. And everything was bagged and boarded. Everything was in like flawless condition. Like wherever these comics came from, it was like someone like that just took their collecting like so seriously during the eighties and, and whatever. Like, yeah, it was something else. It was something else. And in my mind at the time, it's like, Oh, this, this probably happens all the time. You know, like I'm going to find an, another score next week. That's going to be just as good. And it's been whatever, 15 years. And I've never found the score like, <laughs> but yeah the good old days and it was like the same street market man i bought it was like i would i would manifest it in a way like I would, i'd be like i need that first appearance of boba fett like star wars 42 and i i went down there one day and, and there was a copy for sale and i bought it it was like five bucks and it turned out there's three copies in the same freaking bag what no <laughs> yeah, way so copies of that book for like five bucks and I, it was the same thing with like a New Mutants 98. I was like, I don't have that book. And, and at the time, it was only like a $50 book. And I went down there one day, and it was like, this, this wasn't even a person selling comics. It was the only comic they had for sale. And it was a New Mutants 98. Wow. Just crazy times. Like, I had so many good times uh, at that specific apartment there. And that was when I was just like, everything in life was comics. Like, every like minute you know every thought every action every spare you know second went into something to do with comic books so 
So did, have you have you struggled? Uh, the time's running out a little bit here, but uh, have you have you struggled trying to balance keeping your love for the hobby and not finding it like work? Uh, yeah, I mean, you kind of you just like the market goes, you kind of just go in waves, right? But the love never goes away, right? Like all it takes to fall back in love is to like open up one of these boxes and just start looking inside it. And, uh, you know, I don't think that'll ever go away for me. I think that's a lifelong, lifelong journey. And, um, you know, the business aspect is like, you know, I, I still keep it fun. Like I don't, I don't treat it as work. Like, you know, even packing up comics, like I still find joy in like packing up a box of comics for someone and like, you know, rebagging and boarding stuff and like making sure it's like, you know, what I would want to receive, you know? And and I think if you just sort of take pride in what you do, I mean, you never really sort of fall out of love with it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that's the way I look at it anyways. It's like, you know, and also just having other hobbies, like, like I collect VHS too. Like I, over the last five years, like I've collected over like 2000 VHS tapes now. And, you know, like it kind of keeps me balanced while I'm doing the comic book stuff. It's like there's, oh, there's still a little something out there for me, like that I can go buy for a yeah. dollar. No one else cares about it except me. Yeah. So it's type and it kind of helps curve that like, oh, I got to do X, Y, Z every day, you know? So I think that really helps a lot, um, you know? But with that being said, I probably am going to add a VHS section to the website. Okay. Um, not sure when I was going to do it actually this month. Um, I'm going to hold off a bit, let the market sort of, uh, you know, build up a bit more and let these tapes uh, sort of gain value a bit more. But the market for them is really good right now. Okay. And it's a really good community too. So I also have like, I've sort of treated the VHS tapes how I treated comics back in the day. You know, I've started like an Instagram for my VHS and the community's great with them too. Um, really supportive community. Um, so that's been kind of cool too. And that's kind of helped, you know, just with the day-to-day -day, um, stuff, right? But uh, I think probably within the next six months or so, you'll see it up on the website. And it'll just be a section just like any of the other sections on the website, right? Um, but it'll be pretty cool, I think, and it'll be different and it'll, you know, it'll appeal to a whole different demographic um, and vice versa. So you might get some VHS people into collecting comics or some comic people into collecting VHS. And I think it's just good, man. Just collecting in general is like good for the soul. And, uh, you know, we can all sort of relate to each other in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, I was on VHS for a while. I'm, I, I, I got to dig through on my, I'm trying to clear out space. I got to figure out what to put in storage and stuff like that. But um, we're kind of coming to an, uh, coming to an end here. Um, any final thoughts? Uh, any, where can everybody find you as well? Uh, yeah. So on Instagram, uh, otherworldly underscore comics, um, Facebook, just search otherworldly comics, sort of we're up on Google um, give us a positive review up on Google because I don't think we have any reviews yet, but we don't really push them on people, so that's okay. Um, and then the website's www.otherworldlycomics.com. Um, we have a 25% off sale the whole website right now. 
Um, next month, we'll be doing a 15% off uh, promotion on the entire website, and we'll also be adding lots of new books. Um, so that's sort of the goal for next month is get a bunch of new fresh books up on there. Um, you know, we have some great stuff tucked aside. You know, not everything that we have is up on the website right now. Um, yeah, because we just didn't want to shoot our whole uh, wad right away. But uh, that's basically what the next couple months looks like. And uh, yeah, come check us out. All right, perfect. Well, I, I want to thank you so much for coming on, Brady. You've given me some wonderful insights, kind of talked about everything we wanted to. And I'd love to have you back on in a, a little bit for sure. Yep. Thanks, Johnny. I'll definitely come back on again. Uh, I really appreciate it. Thanks for yeah. having me. Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks, Johnny. You're Take welcome. care, buddy. You too. Buddy. All right. Bye. Well, there you have it, guys. There is my interview with Brady Hughes of Otherworldly Comics. I hope you enjoyed. I, I gave a lot of great information. And like I said at the beginning, I think it went on too short. I definitely hope to have him on um, really soon. Um, again, we um, have been talking a lot about the VHS. Unfortunately for my wife, he has awakened a little bit of a collector's itch again um, for the VHS. But I'm not going to go as hard as I did before. I'm going to focus mostly on um, horror and uh, culty classics, maybe some kung fu, um, but I digress. Um, like he said at the end, you can find him on Instagram at Otherworldly Comics. You can find him at otherworldlycomics.com. You can find him on Facebook. Seriously, he's got a great selection. He's got some really great Star Wars books uh, as well as other books. Um, and if you liked what you heard, uh, if you go to my website, www thenerdyverseofmadness.ca that's where I keep my blog as well as print interviews that I like to do with all my guests if they're willing you can find some questions that I did not ask Brady during the interview I will link all his content there as well as in the show notes to this episode thank you so much for listening along I hope you enjoyed it um, until next time thanks again peace that is all for today, but what kind of discussions will the one and only Johnny Ward get himself into next time? Will he discover a new collection to spend all his money on, or something to read for the next year and get depressed when it's done? Find out next time on the Nerdyverse of Madness.